Though it's setting up the <clears throat> foundation for meditation. So meditation is always uh, present moment, that which arises in the present. If it's a memory, it's still happening in the present. If it's an expectation, it's in the present. Just thinking about somewhere else, it's that's happening here. So it's present, and we just keep acknowledging how much it says about the future, the past, other people elsewhere, it's actually happening here, now. <laughs> and you get pull, keep pulling it back to that understanding. Yeah. So this is you know, often unsettledness happening now, or... You know, settling in happiness is not a crime. It's just the recognition, you know, whatever the mind is producing is coming now and where is it coming from? So that's our kind of investigation, meditation. And the other aspect that is crucial is embodiment. Because embodiment provides the mind with the mooring, the stability so that it doesn't keep following those directions to the past, the future, to self and other. It's got something to hold on to, to give it a sense of stability in the present. So the embodiment experience of the body in the present moment, direct experience, tuning the mind to that gives it a way of being able to step back from the streams of thought, feeling, emotion that constitute the mind's creations. So it's just that stepping back. And that's the fundament of meditation Mm. and of course more can be subtly can be teased out of that we set up that fundamental uh, situation so it's coming into the body in the present And the central theme of embodiment in the present is the spine, the spinal axis. So, it's really when we're talking about embodiment, we're mostly talking about what happens between the hips and top of the head, including the arms. Most it's around that. That's where all the uh, sense, most of the sense organs are clustered around there. Mm. And of course, very obviously, we're shifting from the visual perception to the tactile impression 
tactile impression the body and so sitting on the seat chair, the floor, cushion feeling the pressure of the body seeing if you can find that locate that area and you be aware of that and settle everything so that everything above your body is resting down to the through the base of the spine into the floor, the seat, the cushion. So if you're balancing a stack of plates or a pole on that point. It's not a small point, you know, it's the size of a ball really. Even push down a little through your tail. So as you push down, you can feel the lumbar area of the spine. You can feel it, it, it flexes. You push down, the lumbar spine tends to curve in. So you feel the, the articulation between the hips, the pelvis and the spine. And if you push down, drawing a lower spine in, it gives a certain sense of upright, like a kind of a slight lift occurs. It flattens the abdomen and acts as the basic support for the chest, the ribs and the head. It's massive weight. So this slight curve in the spine, lower spine, acts as a spring because you can flex it. It's not rigid. It's not. It's a stack of bones, and then this curve acts as a spring. And the spring has the ability to transfer weight from that which is above it to that which is below it. You have springs in cars and beds and things, and they. They don't carry weight, they transfer it. So that's the beauty of the spinal structure. If you cultivate that, it means that the weight of your body is being carried by the ground. And without that, the weight of your body has to be carried by your muscles. So you get, if you don't get that position, then you're going to find yourself really probably leaning on your belly and Shoulders hunching over, so it causes a lot of strain in the body. If you push down, get balanced, then the weight of the body is carried by the floor. So you play with that, flex it. And as you do so, flex it. Feeling what happens in your belly, opening the, the abdomen up. And that naturally, if your abdomen opens up, it means your breathing tends to center down in your belly and become uh, fuller. Uh, so we 
breathing, abdominal breathing rather than chest breathing. And abdominal breathing is associated with something more involuntary and uh, fundamental and calming than chest breathing. Chest breathing is much more something we do, associated with um, emotions and energies. Abdominal breathing is just like very most fundamental steady state breath pattern. It's long and it's full and it's a steady rhythm. When the mind tunes into that it has a, a calming effect. Chest breathing will be much more affected by uh, tiredness or emotional states and it's not calming. So you want to really sit in a way whereby you can benefit from the effect of a full steady breath. One that's more readily freed from uh, emotional currents. So if you can keep your chest as free and as open as possible and not interfere. So focus your awareness through your spine We've touched in the lower spine, lumbar region, and coming up the back and between the shoulders and this area, inclining that shoulders in towards the heart. So, as if someone's just gently poking place between your shoulders with a finger. The encouragement to open the chest. And connect to the heart, the breastbone. Let the arms come just slightly away from the sides of the body so that you don't feel you're pinning your chest. Your chest can be completely free and relaxed. Of course, bodies get hunched and bodies get painful and bodies get old and bodies get stiff. So you working with that. And really working with the sense of connecting your back, the lumbar region, connecting it to the how that affects the front, and connecting to the breastbone, the heart. So that feeling as if the gentle pushing into the back is actually reaching into your chest and causing it to open up. Naturally, 
taking your time with that. It's sort of yoga, almost like a yoga asana. Drop the shoulders so you focusing on the muscles above the shoulders that run from the top of the shoulders to the neck. See if you can get your arms to come down, shoulders to relax, flex your neck a little. Open the throat as if you're sighing. Acknowledge that your neck is part of your spine. So it's not separate region, it's part of your spine. So you want to keep that in line with the rest of your spine. Whereas ordinarily it might tend to tilt forward when we are occupied with reading or driving or whatever we do. It tends to tilt forward. Now you want to pull the head back, draw the chin in. Get the neck to feel in line with the spine. Over time, this position by itself has an effect. The because of the abdominal breathing, which is deep and slow and rhythmic and quite unforced. It's quite involuntary. It happens by itself. You uh, you get the calming effect. The openness of the chest gives rise to a certain joyfulness, fearlessness, openness. Whereas if the chest is closed, we can feel shut down or broody or occupied or defensive. So something, just even in terms of the way we sit, we can, the mind will tend to pick up a particular tone. We can recognize that the open chest is a sign, a signal that there's nothing to fear. There's no barriers, there's no intrusion. There's nothing to have to defend yourself against. And that's that's enjoyable. Slow breathing of the belly slows your time down. The mind often expresses itself in terms of time. You know, 
the mind constructs time. We feel time as a pressure or as a particular rhythm of movement that the mind creates. The mind's movement creates time, or its resistance creates time. Not enough time, too much time. How can I fill the time? Got to get this done on time. That's the mind creates time. Now you just acknowledging that and turning to one out breath or one in breath. That's the t- that's the body's time. And it helps us to release the time created by the mind, which is associated with stress, inadequacy, boredom, frustration, wanting, not enough. Time of one breath and can we, you know, really see if we can release our mental stuff around breathing, around meditation, how long, how long we need to meditate for, how long is it going to take, when do I get to, Breathing in, breathing out. With a sense that all we need the mind to be occupied with at this time is, may I be well. All we need really to resonate through the mind is, you're okay, be well, welcome, welcome here. Doesn't matter what you're thinking or feeling, it's just a creation. Welcome here. Doesn't matter about the future, achievement, goal. Welcome here. How good you are, how what you need to do, just welcome here. So you simplify the mind's signaling through using the body to just create an alternative to the habitual constructions.
I mean, if it seems uh, feels appropriate, you can refine the mental signal. Or you don't want to make it something that's too too constructed. But, for example, this in breath, feeling the filling quality, the brightening. In breath tends to brighten and fill. And tuning into that, filling up, filling up with presence, with good energy. Feel it, breath, breath energy, brightening the body, brightening the skin, brightening the eyes, brightening the form. Breathing out is softening, loosening, clearing, cleaning, releasing. So sense of time, goal, you know, compulsions, statements about yourself, about others, breathing it out. Whatever seems fixed, breathing it out, loosening it, softening it. So you can use either of these, you know, both of them, or as is suitable.